What's up, everybody? Hello, folks. We're your partners. And your pals. I am Sean. I am Donnie. I am America's bad boy. And I currently have a big-ass pimple on my face. Dude, that thing is huge. huge. I can't believe I haven't said anything about it, because that's the Thank first you. thing I saw oh, when yeah, I opened the, first the door. Thing saw. That thing was looking right at me. and Yeah, it is. I was going to ask if it wanted something to drink. Oh, dude, don't do not do that, because it'll squirt on me. Like, All right, dude, I won't. At least let me put a shield up. Or do I mean, it that direction. Don't push it. Because I mean, that thing's loaded, dude. That's oh, like a fucking mortar. All last night, I've been chasing my 13-year-old daughter around. She acts out a lot. I'm like, I'm going to get you. Like, holding <laughs> me up, Papa. She's like, oh, my God. That's, that's what dad's got to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, besides that, so all right. We've had, like, well, two in the past couple days, but there was one that happened New Year's Day uh, that we just found out about. uh who? Uh, Max Julian from the Mac, the oh, star of the yeah. Mac black exploitation movie uh, with Richard Pryor, was found dead New Year's Day. Causes unknown. He was found by his either wife or ex-wife. Uh, he was uh, eighty years old or something like. He was old, dude. Like, uh, sorry, I lost like most of the facts. I had them written down. Uh, don't don't laugh at me like I'm, but yeah. Uh, like you're but, unprofessional. Yeah. Uh, but the Mac, cool movie. We just watched some clips of it because you can't find it streaming anywhere. Yeah, you have to buy a physical copy of it. Which who needs a physical copy of? It's like I have so much stuff already. Yeah, like. And I did build up a decent. Like I wasn't gonna like. Uh, because of streaming, I was like, well, I'm not going to do with Blu-rays like I did with DVDs and VHS. I mean, you remember, I, we lived together. I had a big VHS and DVD collection. Yeah. I didn't want to do that with Blu-rays, so I went out and bought all the, just the superhero movies and Star Wars movies that I wanted, and uh, those are all streaming now. Yeah. So. But uh, the Mac... Awesome. It seems like an awesome movie. It's like, it's like one of the top three... Uh, uh, pimp movies along with uh, 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 Willie Dynamite and Superfly which yeah. you just watched yeah me and Amanda just watched that for the first time last night it was great man like and I love like uh, I love everything about the 70s anyway but the 70s movies especially the underground movies like that like the low budget ones, they look so fucking cool because they capture more the essence of the 70s. Because yeah. it's not like, you know, the big production and everything, like where it looks like it could be any time and any town, USA it's, and all that. Like, you know, like this is fucking like 70s Harlem. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. Uh, the music is fucking dope. Uh, Curtis Mayfield did the entire soundtrack. What me and Amanda were commenting a lot during the fucking the cars in the movie, they're dope. Seventies cars are the coolest looking vehicles, I think. Uh, I'm gonna put them 50s. third. Fifties, sixties, then seventies. Seventies because by the by the second half of the seventies they were getting into eighties looking and. Now, in comparison to cars, old 80s cars look cool if you soup them up right, but they're boxy. Yeah. And they kind of lost their, like, uniqueness, you know, but... Uh, 
don't get me wrong, I love 50s cars, but like I've actually owned 70s cars and they're nice and they're fucking big. They're tanks. And they're, yeah, you can't, you get in a wreck, you're going to be okay. And uh, only thing is, like, shit goes wrong with it. Gas. Gas is the big thing. Yeah. Gas will kill you in those cars. And then, uh, but yeah, I mean, dude, that whole movie, his, uh, oh, what was his so right good. hand man, Eddie? Yeah, Eddie. yeah, that's what it was. Uh, yeah, he was shady as shit. Uh, I loved him. You know, he like he wasn't trying to do one last deal and get out. He was trying to stay in it. Yeah, and he was gonna. That. Yeah, and he's like, man, to be a rich selling dope in the United States or in America, <laughs> and he's like, I can't get out of it. And you know, Superfly had to be like, bitch, give me my half the money. Yeah, I'm done with this shit. And then Julius Harris, who played Scatterman. Yeah, poor poor Scatter Man. I love Scatter Man. It was cool, man. man. I like I liked everything about it. I mean, it was he just was a down. cool ass movie. That white bitch didn't want him to get out of it either. Yeah, his downtown white girl was like, "Why would you want to ever get out of that?" Yeah, because it paid for her apartment. Greedy bitch. I thought yeah. she didn't love him. No, you gotta watch out for some of these white bitches. It's, it's a lesson in that movie. Watch out, America. They could be just as bad as 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 uh, their male counterparts. Uh, oh, but, and I don't mean to just exclude. I mean, watch out, America, Germany, Japan, uh, anywhere where we have listeners. Mm-hmm. I do not exclude. Cayman Islands now. Oh, cool. But Germany, thanks for holding on, dude. Yeah. Germany's it's been like... People, I got family from Germany and stuff. So yeah. So and, you know, they must have a sense of humor over there that I didn't know about because uh, I think I've made some comments about the German, oh, German people, people on here. German just, people take it. There's only one thing that the German people don't like to really joke about, and I'm not even going to mention our respect. What, the Nazis? Yeah. You respect that? You no, respect no, no, the Nazi no. past? No, 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 no. Oh, we like that turnaround, though? That was a good I, PC turnaround. Damn, yeah, that was. No, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, you got me from out of nowhere. But no, I mean, like... Because in modern day Germans, dude, they're like, man, please don't. Like, we had nothing to do with that. It's like, yeah, Joe, daddy's still. Well, well, there's still some people that would be like, well, he did bring the economy together. And it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, and Mussolini got the trains running on time. But like, there were ass- there are others. You know what? No, Mussolini didn't get the trains running on time. He made somebody get the trains running on time. Just like whatever economic stuff Hitler accomplished, he made somebody accomplish that. So fuck that. Fuck that. SMD. To whoever, you know, defends them on that. But yeah, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like they're embarrassed about that shit. I don't, like, I mean, they're, I think they're more embarrassed about it than we are about what we do to the Indians. Now, we're embarrassed about slavery. Uh, At least a good portion of us are. Like most of us are, I, I like to think. Yeah. Uh, I bet there's a lot more people that don't feel bad about it than you would realize. Uh, I guess. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're pro- yeah, I mean, but I guess as a whole, I think Germany does feel kind of bad. But they also, there are people who just like here, like resent it, you know, like, uh, like being brought up. And it's like, well, they were taking money out of the country and, you know, or whatever. But whatever, you know. Anyway, like, anyway, sorry, Germany. We weren't trying to bust your balls. Thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, hey, we're not mad at you. Germany, get us, uh, 
Get us over there. We can go eat. I want. I, I and I have a mustard mission that I gotta do anyway through oh, the Rhineland yeah. from uh, Dijon, France, to uh, Dusseldorf, Germany. So we're definitely gonna. I mean, this is gonna happen. I mean, a mustard mission, and they're not that far from each other. You can just take the train from one to another in a few hours. Oh, there's a. Speaking of like German restaurants, uh, I, and this is a very uh, middle-aged, cool white person thing to do. But me and Amanda were trying to think of something cool to do for our our fifteenth wedding anniversary. Are you all going to Gast House? Uh, no, we're thinking about. We found a German restaurant. We, we're thinking about going to Cleveland for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, there's you're going to one up there. Yeah, we're, we're thinking about going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it's something that we thought the kids might like, and the kids like that sounds so awful. And we're like, dude, that's totally that would be a cool like thing for us to do. So uh, I think there Amanda found like uh, you just said your kids said that it sounds awful. Did yeah. you mean to say awesome? No, they said it sounds awful. They don't oh, go. so you want to make them go? No, no, no. I mean, this is going to be me and Amanda's oh. anniversary trip. We're going to go up to Cleveland by ourselves. I heard with Cleveland that mostly downtown is kind of, but all the neighborhoods are cool. Yeah. But well, that downtown's abandoned after daytime because. Oh, yeah. I just want to go to like the Rock and Roll Museum and then. Uh, Probably check out some other stuff. They got a Little Italy up there, too. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, they got a Little Italy neighborhood. I got, I think I got every Little Italy neighborhood in America marked, like, through the sequence of restaurants bunched together, like, in different cities. But, yeah, Cleveland has a bunch of that. But So, what's the German restaurant that you're going to... I forgot the name of it, but uh, I'm excited because I've heard that the German food up in Cleveland's actually really good. I heard they have yeah. a lot of good German places up there. Yeah. Oh, they got a lot of good ethnic food in general, dude. I heard like their sausage, like their German sausages, is kind of like what like they're kind of known for. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. They're definitely like. Yeah, Cleveland and like Chicago. Cleveland has a huge German and Polish uh, population. Uh, and so, obviously, Chicago and Milwaukee. Uh, but, yeah, those are places. Milwaukee has a sausage factory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, like, one of the best German restaurants in the country. You know, I don't like the service there anymore at Mater's. They're just too... And I don't think they mean anything by it. They're just, they're just weird. <laughs> it's, I think it's a family-run place, so... Yeah. But the food's really good, and it's like going into, like, a museum, so... That's cool. But yes, uh, uh, I'm excited to hear about it when you all go. Uh, that's yeah. going to be in April. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'll probably need that weekend off of the podcast. Well, we really need you here, buddy. Uh, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> well, we got. Si- Can I at least call you while you all are on oh, anniversary I'm sh- and I'm record? Sure, you will. And that'll be fine. Uh, I mean, I'll do it during the day. I'm not going to call at night while you're together having a wonderful evening on the town uh we lost track but i believe we were talking about people we lost yeah um we lost two huge ones louis anderson and more important than louis anderson why is it gonna be like that because i don't want him overshadowing meatloaf meatloaf we miss you buddy Meatloaf was uh, 74 and died of uh, COVID. Louis Anderson, uh, 68. 
and died of complications of cancer, and uh, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, it sucks at both of them. Um, real quick, Louis Anderson did offer a dude money in a limousine to, and the dude God tried damn, to dude. extort him. And poor Louis, like, got extorted, but then he stopped the guy, and he's like, he got ahead of it, and he's like, yeah, I did it, you know? Sorry, I was trying to get some. And dude extorted me, and the other dude got in trouble. I don't think Louie got in trouble. That's, that's he dope. was afraid that even in the 90s, America wouldn't accept that he was uh, into dudes. Yeah. So, like, but... That's cool. Know, it's just like, like, fuck it. It's hard to imagine Louie Anderson even, like... So, I was wondering. I've got $10,000. And... Anyway, <laughs> but meatloaf, uh, meatloaf got us through some hard times, especially working at Lentini's. Man, he'll do anything for love, but he won't get vaxxed. Oh, oh you did not make that up. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. I, I, did. I, I took that. Yeah. Do you know something crazy that I didn't know until this? Do you know who meatloaf's son-in-law is? Who? Scott Ian of Anthrax and Mr. Bungle. Oh my god, dude! I bet that family get get together was awesome. <laughs> I saw Thanksgiving must have been amazing. Meatloaf like comment. Somebody asked him about Scotty. He's like, that dude looks like a fucking psychopath. Scotty ends his son in law. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that fucking crazy? Damn, I didn't even know the loaf had kids. Yeah, he was married and had kids. So married, married to Anthrax, married with Anthrax. That could be a show. And I can't believe it. You remember when Anthrax was on Married with Children? Yeah. It was dope. I yeah. videotaped that. Yeah, that, that was cool. <laughs> did you just fart my direction? No, I did not. Oh, that's, it's the that's chair your, plastic. Yeah. Uh, you still got the plastic on your furniture. Well, no, you can't take the plastic <laughs> no. off these. These are stapled on. I, and you know what? If I had the plastic on, that's my business. They made me take the plastic off my bed because they ripped it when we were moving. Dude, yeah, and we did you a favor. I bet it's way more comfortable. It is, but and like, it's less noisy at night. Uh, can you imagine banging on that plastic? <laughs> uh, it hasn't been much of a problem lately. So, uh, but if I get a couch, though, I'm leaving the plastic on. <laughs> no, dude, fuck that. Last girl I was with peed on my couch. Fucking bitch. Oh. You know who you are. I'm not gonna say your name. You know who you are. My grandmama bought us that couch as a family. That couch, yeah, it was it was from like the 16th century because it was a curved couch. Why the hell? I don't like those couches. But you peed on it and then turned over the mattress. Couldn't even oh, warm it up and just you know say you know I'd have been so cool about it. I wouldn't even be talking about it right now. You know, but you did what you did. That's gross. It's gross. It's gross. And now, now I'm scared of ladies staying in my house. Uh, anybody staying in my house, but I'm done. So, yeah. I'm going to pee on my couch. I got PTSD now. You're a wolf when it comes to that stuff. I'd be like, ah. No, you don't know how much it was, dude. I don't know. 
I'm a little bit more gross than you are. Oh, so you're into that German pee stuff? I'm not into it, but like, just like that shit doesn't like gross me out as bad as it does a lot of people. Like, it grosses me out if I smell it. Like, when I lived on, uh, when we had the. It said she ruined my couch. I couldn't just keep the couch, dude. I feel you. That, like... I, I just don't think this is the... That's uh, what, uh... <laughs> no, I'm fucking... No, don't don't fucking tell me. I've had to listen... I, you know what? I'll let you tell stories about your kids and talk about your gross toe. And I can give her a little rant about a couch if I want. Well, a little, not, with a I'm little pee on talk, it. I'm not allowed to talk about my kids. I, thought that I didn't say you were, but don't tell me what I can't talk about. I'm not telling you. I had to throw an episode about. away because of you guys, so... If we want to talk about what we can't be talking about. What did we throw away? Oh, well, it didn't throw it away, but, you know, it's in the archives. Which episode? The mall. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway, I guess we should move on. Yes. Malta legalized cannabis. Nice. So that's another country in Europe that's legalized cannabis. Germany has done it on like paper and now it's like setting up the infrastructure infrastructure to have it fully up and running. Like so uh it's going to be officially legal in Germany. Uh and I think there are other countries that are trying to follow suit, but uh it's a big it's a big move. That's so, awesome. Another uh, reason that makes so, me want to go to Germany. Thanks, Germany. Like you just gave me another reason to want to go there. Like, uh, just I'm just not into the on time schedule stuff. You know, like I'm kind of a five minutes late dude. You know, like, like down in Italy, you know, they expect you to be 15, 20 minutes late doing what you're doing. Like. Up in Germany and Netherlands, you got to be on time or early. They are on a schedule and go by the rules. Uh, that's going to take some getting used to. That's all I'm going to say. Going to take some getting used to. I'm not really the best rule follower. Not a troublemaker, but not the best rule follower. I might jaywalk a couple times. <laughs> they don't like that. I heard that's a big faux pas. Like, don't jaywalk. I'm just adding to my notes. Oh, okay. I thought you were just doing awkward silence to make me look like an asshole. No, no, no. Okay. I'm a little amped up on caffeine. If y'all can't tell, I had some espresso. Opposite of that. Do you need coffee? Uh. I'll get some started on the break. Yeah, yeah. Maybe when we take a break, I'll take some. But yeah, I'm good right now. I just. Like, I just woke up. Like, I woke up at, like, 1.30 and was like, oh, fuck. Oh. I kept waking so up. So I could have slept in a little later. No, I'm just, oh, I'm just I mean, I'm just... No, calm no, down. You made me wait plenty of times. Oh, you want to get emotional? No, I'm not getting emotional. Donnie's a little saying. emotional today. I am a little emotional today, though. I guess... I'm a little... I, I, I went a few days without taking my meds, and then like I started them back yesterday, so they haven't. Uh, I'm not fully clipped yet. Yeah. Know? Oh, that's another thing. I've been waiting for my Depakote to refill, and like I'm not gonna be able to pick it up till tomorrow. And I've had I've been a couple days without it, and ah. so I am a little like 
Yeah, and I'm trying to keep it together, though. So this episode is Partners and Pals Unmedicated. Unmedicated. I mean... I mean, I'm back on my... I started my medicine back yesterday, but, you know, it's not fully, you know... Yeah, dude. Yeah, it sucks, man. Fuck. Yeah, it sucks that you have to take something to make yourself, like, functional and normal. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know... I do feel a little scatterbrained. Oh, yeah, I'm totally scatterbrained. I'm... I'm I'm just like I I didn't even have I have a Klonopin but I don't want to touch it unless like things get like bad but hopefully you know I'm picking up my prescription tomorrow so hopefully I should be good but in case my nerves get out of whack I got some I got one little you know thing to pull me together I was a moody ass yesterday I've just been like I don't know. Like at work, uh, I've either been really talkative or not talking at all. But yeah. I've tried to either, uh, if I'm not feeling pleasant, just not to say anything. Uh, anyway. But speaking of craziness and zaniness, my cousin Vinny. Oh, I was going to get to that. I figured like after we come back from the break, we could do all the movies. Oh, you want to do that after the break? We'll do that. Yeah. Because I still got little, little bitty stuff to talk about. What do you then, got? What do you got? Let me see your list. Well, here, I was I'm sharing my you. list with you. I know, but this was, this oh. was, I was going to, it just some Are stuff. Are you trying I, to do a break off podcast? Is that what it is? You're trying to. No, I feel like I like not telling you some you stuff. To, you try to like run off on your own? Start no, like, on your own? Well, I will be having a. Do I have to send Clemenza after you? What I'm trying to say, if you let me fucking say it, my man, is. Uh, I'm some medicated. Stuff, some stuff I like not telling you because then I get a more. Uh, a bigger reaction. A better reaction. Like a more realistic reaction. Like and the people get like the realistic reaction too, where you're like, Oh, that's you know. Yeah. But me and Amanda the other night, we decided to treat ourselves. Uh oh. Went ahead and bought us two tickets to see Alice Cooper. I've been thinking about getting a ticket for that. We do we got the tickets that aren't the balcony and aren't the orchestra right there on the side of the balcony. Oh, cool. Second row. It wasn't that much actually though, like how much? Uh, about a hundred bucks a piece. About ninety-five bucks a piece, like, not, including fees. After fees, it was like two hundred and twenty bucks. See, I saw them for free at Cardinal Stadium fairly recently, like ten years ago. Or there are like some 10. really cheap tickets, but they're like back of the balcony but there's that's not a bad seat either that's That's really not a bad seat in that place and the best places to be are either the balcony or on the or on the floor from underneath the balcony yeah that's where you get the best sound quality but uh if you're underneath the balcony like where we were when we saw primus like i liked it I liked the view, but we didn't get the full view of the theater and we missed a lot of the sound too yeah like Whereas, like, when I went to Weird Al or when I was at the Pixies, Pixies, I was down front. Weird Al, I was in the balcony, and I, I got the, the full set. The Pixies. And you got the full sound. Yeah. Because the sound just goes upward there. Like, the way it's set up, the chair's going upwards. Like, the sound just goes up naturally. Uh, so it kind of skips a part of the floor that's underneath, or some of it skips part of the floor underneath. I think they might have some like back row balcony seats for like as low as forty dollars, but I'm not for sure. Let's take a look here. 
It's at the Palace Theater, folks. And if you don't know the Palace Theater in Louisville, it is my personal favorite venue. It used to be the Low Theater, but it's the same theater, same. They never changed it. Same Spanish Gothic architecture. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, and the sound inside is incredible. Uh, if you're if you've never been to the Palace Theater, you know you can just go in there and take a tour and stuff. Like you can. I think so. I know you can like walk into the initial part. But even if you can only just get to where you're underneath the marquee, there's still some good stonework to look at. And yeah, it's a yeah, it's one of the most beautiful theaters. Uh, and what, you know what I love about it's, them? It's even prettier than the Brown Theater. Oh yeah, I like the Brown Theater too. I like it but, too, but no, the Palace is just the best. But that's all part of the only thing. Only other theater that's not in that district is Kentucky Center. In terms of downtown theaters. When's the last time you were at the palace? Soundgarden, I think. Hmm. Me and Amanda went and saw. They showed Bonnie and Clyde there. We went and saw it there. Uh, we never saw a movie there. Yeah, Soundgarden was the last time I was there. And the last time I was at Kentucky Center was when Jeff Beck played. Oh, I can't even remember the last time I was at Kentucky it's, Center. Uh, I got. Yeah, like. Yeah, I've only really gone there, like. My stepmom got my dad and I in a couple times. Like we went there to see this tribute to Hendrix, which is basically a buddy guy show. Like buddy guy played guitar and stuff. He had Stevie Ray's like backup band behind him. Uh, it had Howlin' Wolf's old guitar player Hubert Sumlin, uh, and uh, oh, it had Hendrix's drummer and Billy Cox from. Uh, not the original basis for the experience, but from the band of gypsies thing that Hendrix did. So, but yeah, I saw those two things at, at, us, at Kentucky Center. That was like a while back. Well, I'm excited about going to see Alice. It, it was like one of those things that, I mean, you, you know us. We don't really ever spend money on shit like that. So we were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm it's like Alice. getting a cheap Alice Cooper ticket or the cheapest one. February 3rd, Lowell Palace. So it's at night. It is at night. Most, yes. concerts, most concerts are. <laughs> well, I'm thinking out loud, man, because I usually work during the day now. I'm used to working at night, though, everywhere else. Health check required. Yes. Oh, they do have poor balcony seats at 3950. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, dude. Oh, you got the little, the tiny little lodge tickets. Like, yeah. Off uh-huh. to the side, the little. Don't act like you're better than me. No, I just think it's cool. You were <laughs> like better than me when you got uh, your VIP Pixies. Well, for one night, I was better than everyone in that room, other well, than the other VIPers and the ones, the two rows ahead of me. I don't know. I, think I never was, get to VIP anything. I've never, like. I've never sat in those seats though. I think, I think it's going to be kind of cool. It is cool. You have quicker access to the outside, and if I do back row though, like I'll have quick access to the outside, and I could do shady stuff like smoke weed in there. Yeah, I wonder if I'll be able to smoke weed where I'm at. I feel like I'm probably not. It's center. small in there, and there, dude. That when we we're at Primus, man, they were just. Like, oh my god. The best thing about Promise though is as soon as the lights went down, you just hear three thousand or more however many people fit in yeah. there. Like uh just They're all patrol, dude. 
Yeah, it, every time that I like a flashlight was in my face, and I was like, "All right, dude, that happened to me at Kiss and Motley Crue. There was a dude behind me, and right when Kiss was playing rock and roll all night, and confetti was raining and stuff, he goes, "Hey, man, you got a lot of you want to smoke this blunt?" I'm like, "To this at this moment, absolutely, yeah, sir." I smoked at that show. I pulled out my lighter, and as soon as we lit it, flashlight. Yeah, dude. Oh, the Young Center sucks now. Yeah. I went to see Slayer, and I think part of it was because it was a metal show, and uh, uh, it's no, it's you know, people get freaked out, especially uh, some of the staff there. I don't want to. <clears throat> their background, they get a little freaked out by heavy metal people. I went there with a fucking backpack. Which most places you can run through a x-ray thing or something. They freaked out. Okay, first off, they searched my jacket, found two joints, said I had to leave and put them somewhere before I could come back in. So I went off, fired them up, you know, and then put, like, a couple more in my sock. And then went back in. They took my (laughs) backpack, looked through it, and then I had to check it. And I missed most of Primus's set, like opening oh. for, and Primus actually played songs I wanted to hear. They were playing Tommy the Cat and Jerry's a Race Car Driver and like, uh, uh, what's it, uh, uh Lacquerhead and uh, you know, but yeah, they just fucking Big Brown Beaver. Yes, they were playing all that stuff. They were playing all the hits, dude. It was, yeah, it was weird, like. Because Privates usually jobs. When we are saw you, them, they were jobbing. Are you going when they come here? Nah. Are they headlining? Or are they opening for somebody? I'll watch them open for somebody. No, they're I doing... Uh, I don't want to watch a big three-hour jam thing. I'm I don't, not into jams, dude. I'm sorry. I'm a song dude, you know. I, dude, I, I don't... I know they're amazing. and they. But, dude, I was standing, standing there at the palace not able to smoke a joint for three hours. My feet hurt It does the suck if you can't smoke weed at a jam. Yeah. Because that's the whole point of a jam. Like, right? Like, yeah. And that's what you do during a jam is you smoke. And I'm a guitar player and stuff, and I can appreciate that stuff. I'm supposed to... I, well, they're actually doing a uh, they're doing an entire Rush album. Yeah, a farewell to Kings. They're doing that's got closer to the heart. Does that have Spirit of Radio on it? No. Does it have uh, Limelight? No. Does it have? Uh, I know it doesn't have Working Man. That's that no. first album's different. That's like that's yeah that's they were more Rush. like Black Sabbath when John Rudsey was playing drums for them. They ain't get it wasn't until the second album that they got to be a progressive rock band. But that first album's cool. It's cool. It's just more straight, like Black Sabbath. It's, it's a different band though. Because Neil Peart like kinda changed that band well, when he was in the band. Well the yeah, see like uh Getty Lee and uh uh forgot uh, I'll just call the other guy. Alex Lifeson. Oh, okay. I was about to call him Gary Stewart. <laughs> Alex Lifeson, a.k.a. Gary Stewart, uh, they wanted to go in that progressive direction, and John Rutsey didn't. He actually left and apparently was fine with it. Like, he never held resentments about it or anything. And then Neil Peart joined, and that's when they became, like, the rush that's crazy, super talented. Well, when he joined, too, they 
they made him write lyrics. Yeah. Because they were like, like I saw, I watched a Rush documentary that was on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on there, but it's really good. I yeah. recommend it. And uh, Getty was like, yeah, Neil was kind of a nerd and read a lot of books. So we were like, dude, he'll totally be into writing, you know? And like, so they made Neil Peart write all the lyrics. Yeah. Oh, so is he the one who's like, you may believe in phantom fears? Like he wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> Are th- is that on that album, Free Will? No, Free Will's on because I don't have this album that they're playing. I have all the albums that you're naming off. You make Except believe for in Man. Phantom Fizz and something, something, something. Here, I'll look, at, I'll look up the album real quick. I'm too dizzy. You still have made the choice. Yep. Rush. I wish I'd have gone to see them when they came. Oh to the man, I really wish I would have went and saw them. I feel so stupid because I didn't see them. I do too. I knew I would regret it too. I was like, I know I'm not fully into them now, but I should go see them. But I didn't. It's like when Johnny Cash played the Palace. Like, uh, when did that happen? Oh, it must have been you a were, long. You were little. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was, I was little. I was like a sophomore in high school. Oh, so and I was, I was like, like in fourth or fifth grade. It's whenever Dahlia came out. Delia. Delia. Oh, Delia's gone. Yeah. I like that when that video's on Beavis and Butthead, and they're watching yeah. it, and they're like, this guy's just like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> So that album features only six songs. A Farewell to King, Xanadu, Closer to the Heart, Cinderella Man, Matagrill, and Singus. I don't know that. Yeah. But you know Closer to the Heart, though, right? Which one's that? Closer to the Heart. I don't know. Closer to the Heart. I can't do Getty at all. (laughs) Yeah. Getty could actually hit some really high notes. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure, like, that album's only like. 45 minutes so I bet they're gonna do another set and I'm hoping it's all of their you just made it sound like they were gonna like play the Sanford and Son theme which just would have be so awesome if they did a Sanford and Son like tribute or like they did a tribute to like TV show themes which sounds like something Les Claypool would do you know sometimes he'll play the South Park song out yeah yeah they will do that I saw a thing on YouTube where they were doing that and he was surprised because it was in Colorado and he's like y'all don't know the words (laughs) (laughs) yeah that would be uh, I would yeah I'm gonna go see him again because I I really love Primus I have a lot of Primus records and uh, yeah, I, I'd like, I like to be Rush. able to sit like if they, if they play the Palace, I'll, I'd like to sit down and watch them. They're playing Paris Town. Oh, uh, the Hall. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, there's no seats in there at all. But no, I'm not, yeah. I feel like that'd be a cool place to see them at. I'm that excited. To let me bring in a lawn chair. Was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not even seats at the bar there. When uh, I went with Danny, Danny paid for my ticket before I say what concert it was. To see Angels and Airwaves. And they were good, by the way. They were good. But, uh, yeah, there's no place to sit down. But it was a really cool place. Danny, you and Danny went on a date? Well, uh, he paid my way. Danny been cheating on me? Dude, you wouldn't have went to this. <laughs> I'm just you wouldn't have went starting to this. shit. It was Tom DeLong's other band, new oh. band. And they did do, he did do one Blink song, though. 
Did the aliens exist? I wish I could have gone on that rancid Blink-182. Didn't that happen? Didn't you say that was supposed to happen in Cincinnati? Rancid and Blink-182? No, 182? it's Rancid and Dropkick Murphys. That already happened? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like seeing going to see Rancid. Because they, they kind of like with Metallica, they know nobody wants to hear their new shit. I remember when I saw them at Warped Tour and they were like, and Lars is like, do y'all want to hear a brand new song or Ruby Soho? And everybody was like, Ruby Soho. They're like, that's what we thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they got on at the beginning and they were like, do you want to hear some punk fucking rock? Yeah. <laughs> like, Son of a bitch. Don't do that. Y'all already got that outfit, man. Y'all ain't got to do all that. But I guess they had to like hype up the 12 year olds. Oh, yeah. That's dude. where the money is, dude. Like from their parents. Uh, another concert coming here. Uh, John Mulaney. Oh, who's he? Uh, he's Irish, obviously. Um, what does he sing? He doesn't sing shit. Or, he's no, a he's a stand up dude, isn't he? Yes. Yes. He's funny, too. Uh, and then April 13th, Henry Rollins at Headliners. Uh, Spoken word? Yeah. I think I'm going to go to that, too. Yeah. I just don't want to talk to anybody there. Do you, Are you going to go? I might. I might. There's going to be so many insufferable people, but I do kind of want to see the people that are going to wait around after the show to meet him and try to talk with him and, like, the scenester people <laughs> yeah. that love to hear themselves talk. Yeah, that's thing I work with Henry Rollins because he loves to hear himself talk. He's more the than ultimate. You do. Yeah, like he's the guy. Like uh, like Ron Whitehead was around here. Like that author slash musician. He's a nice guy, but loves to hear himself talk. Like has to be in the. I think Henry Rollins is a little more humble with it, but yeah, has better stories. Ooh, I don't know, but he has really good stories. Amazing stories. Great stories. You know, uh, I want to go just to see the people that try to surround him, though. And I think we could make a partners and pals thing out of that. We could. We, and we could, go. like, kind of like blur Rollins's image so we're not, like, infringing on him, you know, like, because it would be outside after the show. Yeah. Like, in that way, we're not, like, you know. Fuck that. We should put the shit in his face and have him lose his shit. No, I don't want to. I don't want him mad at me. <laughs> Because then I'll have to obviously make up a lie to cover it up and have him so he'll scream liar at me. Nice. Oh, did you know the Bob's Burgers Burgers movie is coming out? It's about fucking time. It's coming out, I think, in May. And, uh... That's cool. Have you heard about this Carhartt thing? No. What's up with Carhartt's? Fucking rednecks are burning their Carhartts in protest because Carhartt, uh, as a company, wants to do uh, mandates on vaccines and everything. They want everybody that works there to get... And what's funny is... Oh, like the clothing manufacturer? Yeah. And what's funny is dudes are burning their Carhartt ads online while wearing like Carhartt jackets and shit still. They're like, fuck that. We're protesting. Yeah, I thought that was a yeah, funny. Yeah, it, it is funny. That's where my... It's... 
But it's amazing as well. It's kind of put me in a shock. It's like, how stupid can people get? Uh, like, if you're going to burn the Carhartt stuff, <laughs> don't wear Carhartt. <laughs> That's like con- Confederate people wearing a Union outfit while burning confederate or no like wearing it's like i'm a confederate guy and i'm gonna wear a union outfit while burning a union outfit yeah it's stupid it's uh did you hear about the two big festivals that were announced bonnaroo and i didn't hear about bonnaroo uh, um when we were young the emo festival up in and people are losing their shit over it. it's gonna be in vegas yeah dude it's a. Uh, it's a bunch of like a bunch of like the emo bands like my or not even emo uh i guess like that genre of punk rock yeah the young people punk rock like my chemical romance and panic at the disco and avril's gonna be there though avril is that'd be worth going that's why like if lily tries to want want me to take her for my chemical romance i would go if we get to see avril avril levine she rocks She's the queen of punk. Yeah. Tell me y'all don't Jewish like Jewish American queen, not princess. And that's how scrambled my brain is I right get now. I could full lineup, but I don't think anybody really wants it. Because not, we're not in Vegas. Do we have people in Vegas that listen to us? No, I don't think so. No, fuck it. Vegas I, has an, you know, Vegas will be all right. So they announced the forecast lineup. So. Oh, yeah. The only group on there I want to see is Tame Impala. That's it. You like them? They're all right. Yeah. I The only one that I would want to see is Tyler, the creator, but I, would, I wouldn't. I haven't heard. Tyler, you know, I haven't heard a lot of the groups, and that is okay. And that my attitude's maybe not the best on that. But the problem is they usually only get one like to three groups that'll attract people unlike the rest of our festivals like uh in louisville like bourbon and beyond and live and loud but for uh, i guess forecastle's more about just saying you're going to forecastle yeah all they want there's it's, only one year i wanted to go and that was the year that weezer played i wanted to go when smashing pumpkins played but i also didn't realize the lineup wasn't what it was supposed to be so i don't necessarily Regret missing it. Yeah. Uh, I did want to see him at, uh, what was it, Riot Fest or something. You know, I don't think I've ever heard Tame Impala. They do that song. It feels like we're only going backwards, baby. I don't Every part of me says go ahead. It's kind of like that dream poppy stuff, but a little more rock and roll. Uh, like, kind of like my morning jacket, kind of. Yeah, kind of like that, uh, but you know, a little, I don't know, I like them a little better. You know, my morning jacket, I feel like I should really like them because they are a good band. There's one album that I do like, I forgot what it was called. And they're from here, but I don't know, it's like they're good and I'm glad they're around, but I'm just not into them. There, there is a really good album, uh, and I forgot what it was called, like the Blue Album, or no, not the Blue Album, it's the Something Album, I don't remember. Oh, the Something Album. It, it, yeah, whatever. It, it's something, it's not important enough for me to... Oh, you haven't been watching, uh, you haven't been watching The Peacemaker, right? 
No. The soundtrack to that shit is awesome. Nashville Pussy was on there, and then other than that, it's nothing but 80s cock rock, like underground shit, like Faster Pussycat and shit like that. Yeah. And it's cool. John Cena is funny. And uh, his dad, the guy that plays his dad is uh, Robert Patrick, you know, the Terminator, the in Terminator 2. The new Terminator. Oh, okay. But, uh, his dad's a racist piece of shit. <laughs> and the said that. Yeah, and he's an asshole to him, too. Yeah, like, oh, dude, it's it's a good show. It's a, it's a fucked up superhero story. Oh. So, this episode has been brought to you by Veroni. Veroni Italian Meats. Today we're featuring salami from Milan, salami from Calabria, and salami from uh, Tuscany. All peppery, all luscious, all beautiful. And I was starving, and my mind's all over the place, and I thought maybe I could pull myself together with some salami. Well, if you want, we can go ahead and take a break and come back with all yeah, the we movies should, we watch. We should do that because I am scattered as shit right now. Yeah, I can go for some coffee. I'm fucking talking about Avril Lavigne is a Levite. What the fuck was that about? Would you go see Avril if she came here? For the right price. $35. Yeah. <laughs> we got to make a night of it, though. You can't just go and then go home and be depressed. We gotta at least have to go to Waffle House afterwards. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of what we're gonna do after Alice Cooper. That's gonna be like a date night. Get rid of the, uh, get rid. That's <laughs> to get rid of the kids. Mm-hmm. Get somebody to watch the kids and. You know. I tried to take the. I tried to see if the kids wanted to go to Alice Cooper, but. You ought to make them go. So and, and then later in life they'll thank you. I told Lily she's going to regret it. I'm like, you're going to re-. And Trey, my, oh no, Trey's, uh, he's in, I kind of gotten him into the Beastie Boys recently because he, now he's like, hey, put on Beastie Boys if we go somewhere or something. So, yeah. I don't know if he'll regret it or if he'll be into something different. I don't like this thing on my face on fire. All right. So we'll be back in a minute. What's up, everybody? We're back. Hello. Got some nibbles out here, a little coffee. Yeah, trying to back to life. Try to pull our brains back together. Oh man. So this weekend or this week, work's been slow. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted about by something. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, but I watched a lot of movies and I took note of all the movies I watched because I knew we weren't having a guest. By the way, um, go ahead and let you know, next week we will have the first ever OVW Kentucky champion, Kentucky, I'm sorry, OVW Kentucky heavyweight champion, Luscious Lawrence, will be our guest next week. Please don't put your butt on me. <laughs> I don't know it's your signature move, dude, but Please. Asking like a gentleman here. It's going to be cool, though. Uh, I think he'll be over the phone. So. Oh, okay. I was like, we got to meet him in a public spot. 
That booty <laughs> move, dude. No, I'm just joking. Be glad to have you, Luscious. Yeah. Do no, I got to call you Luscious, or can I just call you Lawrence? <laughs> what if you way down the street? <laughs> <laughs> hey, delicious! Anybody who knows the kings of comedy. <laughs> but, so I watched a lot of movies this week. And I am, you know, have you watched any movies? Well, I watched a few, but I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Um, I watched a, well, we already talked about Superfly. Mm-hmm. That was great. Um, I watched a newer movie. Well, not new. Well, it came out last year, and it just went to HBO Max as of, uh, like, the other day. Uh, nobody starring Bob Odenkirk, who you may know from Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Mr. Show. Mm. He also found Tim and Eric. Wasn't uh, he also on Funny or Die? Or, yeah. No, he, he, or he jumped or did some cameos. He did some stuff on Funny or Die, yeah. Uh, dude's hilarious. Dude's a good actor. But uh, this movie, Nobody, stars him. The RZA. Really? Yep. It's and, nice to see somebody other than friggin' Method Man. Yeah. And who I was. Yeah, jumped up in my seat when I saw his name. Christopher Lloyd. Hey, yeah. what's he been up to, man? Shit. This movie. He plays Bob Odenkirk's dad in the movie. Really? Man, see, we could have, we could still have a taxi reunion. Dude, you, you can... Uh, it's on HBO Max. You should check this out. What it is, is um, he's a nobody. Bob Odenkirk's a nobody. His house gets robbed, and he kind of takes a wuss way out. He could have knocked somebody out, but he decided not to. He let it go. And... Uh, what would you do? Uh, well, in that situation, she was having a gun to her son. So oh, 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 I, to, to, to his son. Oh. So I probably would have fucking done it just because of that. But he said the bullet, he said, well, I don't want to give any spoilers, but he said he thought that the gun wasn't loaded and he didn't want to like cause anything because he could tell that the people doing it was scared. Because there's actually more than meets the eye to him. Like, he used to be a violent guy. And so he's lets all this go until his daughter can't find her kitty cat bracelet and he's pretty sure the robbers took it then he fucking snaps goes and then beats some and he's he's still mad about that gun being put to his son's head obviously yeah so that's just the hair that broke the camel's back and then not only that then he sees some dudes fucking with this young girl he fucks them up he gets himself in all kinds of trouble and everybody thinks he's a nobody, but he's secretly a badass. It's a great movie. It's only an hour and a half. If anybody hasn't seen it, it's called Nobody. Bob I do Odenkirk. fantasize about sneaking out at night and, like, killing pedophiles and stuff. Yeah. I mean, not that I want to kill people. That's not what I mean. Like, you know I'd be killing, but the pedophile, you know, it's just like trying to eliminate that problem. You know what's great about this movie, too, is Bob Odenkirk's like a regular dude. Mm. And it's cool to see him just, like, losing his shit on people and just being a badass. It's really... I You gotta watch it. You'll love it. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd's awesome in it. He, he Dude, he's kick-ass in it. Yeah. We were very excited to see him at the house. Hey, boss! He's like, you look... Yeah, you watch the preview, it's like, you okay? You'll look okay. Like, he's awesome. Alex! But yeah, that's my first movie is Nobody. Mm. 
Check it out. Uh, what do you got? Um, I, I don't even remember what I watched this week. I watched I a lot of stuff. Them, I always write them down just in case we... Uh, I'm going to look on my... I almost put Nulu instead of Hulu. What did I watch? What have I been watching? Uh, I want to watch Role Models again. Have yeah. you ever seen that? Uh, no, I haven't watched oh, that. Dude. As a Kiss fan, you'll love it. There's a lot of Kiss references in it, and and it's funny and like you know childish and like you know. Oh, the PJs is on with Eddie Murphy. I saw that. Yeah, I've been watching that. Uh, but heavy. This isn't a movie, but Sixty Days In. It's one of them jail shows it's set in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Uh-oh. At that jail, dude. Like, um, it says Southern Indiana, but it's the Jeffersonville right across the bridge. Oh shit! They send like six or eight people in undercover who volunteer. One of them's uh, 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 Mariam Ali. Uh, Muhammad Ali's daughter mm. uh, or his other daughter uh, and uh, they go in for two months and they're watching you know to see what happens they're trying to break the drugs circles that are going on but there's one guy that goes in there who's a jackass man and he's like he's a school teacher he obviously has money uh he doesn't really take it seriously. He's like, this is going to be like a vacation. And when he walks in, you know, he's obviously a little intimidated and he starts keeping to himself. And like, you can hear one of the guys, he's like, oh man, you can tell he's got a tight booty. I'm going to fuck him. <laughs> I'm just, dude. It's great. And that's all I have to say, man. It's that second best. And it's just like watching these people get involved. Uh, you know, uh, and it's supposed to be a top secret program. Like at the time of filming, you know, only the warden and one other person in the jail or like know about it. And like, there's a judge that knows about it. Um, and the show itself. So supposedly, so who knows, you know, but yeah, there's a lot of drama in there. And some of these people are putting the same, some of the volunteers are putting the same pods not knowing who each other are. Like, some of them are introduced to each other before the show, but they're obviously placed in different areas. But yeah. I just thought it was interesting. It's, you know, set just outside of Louisville, basically Louisville metro area. Uh, Kentuckyana. Kentuckyana. And, uh, you know, it highlights the drug problem. Like, on 65, like I-65... Uh, you know, it was a big drug route and the jackass that went in there, they were asking him about his, you know, how he uh, got arrested. And they said, he said he came on a stoplight or he ran a stoplight on 65. And they're like, 65 is an expressway. Like, he's obviously fucking lying. This dude's got something to hide. Like, he's got to be a snitch. You know, but uh, yeah, and they kept just like interrogating him and like, you know, uh, calling him out and talking about how he has a tight booty. (laughs) That's great. I think, yeah, I'm going to fuck him. (laughs) It's just, I don't know, man. I had to mention it. It's second, that line that he's got a tight booty, I'm going to fuck him, is second only to the scared straight where he makes the kid put the Kool-Aid on his lips. (laughs) 
He's like, put that Kool-Aid on your lips. <laughs> and then he's like, and then I kiss you, you orange flavor motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Dude, it was, oh, that scared straight, man. Yes. That's great. Oh, dude, that's that's just amazing. Uh but yeah anyway I know we were talking about movies but this just popped up I had to say something about it Uh, that's cool go ahead you've got a movie I I have a lot Uh, I watched a lot of movies this week I watched uh, I also watched last night for the first time uh, a Martin Scorsese joint yeah uh, with Robert De Niro and Jerry Lewis uh, Jerry Lewis yeah King of Comedy I've never seen it before. It's good. It's a dark comedy. Uh, You can tell that the movie uh, Joker took a lot from King of Comedy. Really? That's one of the movies that they took shit from. Uh, As well as, like, Taxi Driver. Like, you know, Joker is very, I mean. New York, New York's a big influence on it, too. Todd Phillips said that, you know, he basically Scorsese, you know, the Joker story, you know, like, I mean, God, I wish we could get him to direct our podcast. Who's Scorsese or Todd Phillips? You know what? I'd settle for Todd Phillips, but, uh, Hey man, Todd Phillips did some good shit. Yeah. But it'd be nice to get Scorsese to do one. He did road trip. Yeah. He did hate it. Oh, he did hate it. He he? did hate it. He did uh, old school. Old school is good. He did the hang. You're my boy, blue. He did the freaking Hangover trilogy too. Yeah, he's awesome. Hangover's great. Yeah, Yeah, I love Todd Phillips. He might be more up our alley. Mark Scorsese would tell us to get our shit together. What is this? (laughs) Be like Sean. You're no, that's not how you say it, Sean. See what we need here. It's like yeah, fuck that, Todd Phillips. (laughs) No, I would do it. I would do whatever Mark Scorsese said unless it was sexual. Yeah, but he hangs out with Jonah Hill. I feel like Jonah Hill would not be fun to hang out with. I differ. He might be okay. I think he would have been way more fun about 15 years ago. Yeah. When he was really fat. I'd be cool with the old dudes. Like, if he brought, like, De Niro around, I could kick it with De Niro. I wouldn't talk. If De Niro and Pesci were around, I think that'd be one of those, like, things I'd just sit here and listen. I might occasionally raise my hand and ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's an episode of something. It's uh oh, it's an AARP clip with Robert De Niro, What's Martin that? Scorsese, and Don Rickles eating out and talking. Mm. And Don Rickles is like he's old as shit. Like it's probably right before he died. He's like he he couldn't really stand up anymore. And he was doing the fish thing like like people who with oxygen wear the oh yeah but he's still like ripping on uh robert de niro and scorsese <laughs> <laughs> oh it's fucking Dude, awesome actually uh king of comedy is on hulu mm. yeah it is okay yeah, watch it. We'll talk about it next week. You'll like it. I know. You, I mean, dude, you love Scorsese. Yeah, movies. I like Cape Fear, and of course, I like the Scorsese Pro movies. Yeah, like uh, Goodfellas and Casinos, and uh, I thought The Departed was good. People don't give yeah. it enough credit. It wasn't the greatest. It wasn't his greatest film, but I thought it was pretty good. That was it. Uh, Gangs in New York was pretty good. Never seen it. That's good. Yeah. Uh, 
it's really good. Um, is that the one with Daniel Day Lewis in it? Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. Dude. It's all it's all the dudes that my wife likes. Yeah, you just <laughs> so, so you get all jealous and when well, John's get a case me. of ED when that isn't, movie comes on. Uh, isn't John C. Riley in that? Yeah, yeah. He's the cop, but he right. was originally with the Irish. I don't want to ruin it, but he's originally like with the Dead Rabbits Irish That's back gang. When he used to do nothing but really serious dramas and now he like pulls his balls out with Will Ferrell. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh, who else is in it? Uh, the other guy, uh, Liam Neeson. He's in it at the beginning. But he's a really important yeah. character. Uh, you know, I uh, saw John C. Riley live. Yeah. Dude, I know sometimes he'd be stopping at pubs and singing tenor and stuff. Oh, no, Irish uh, tenor music. He came with Tim and Eric when we went and saw Tim and Eric. He mm. did a whole set of like the the Doctor Brule character they does. Yeah, he did a whole set of that. Like because they kept playing videos and they played that and we thought it was another video. And then John C. Riley walked out and me and Amanda lost our shit. We were like, Oh my god, John C. Bucket Riley. We were outside. Everybody was trying to find John C. Riley to smoke weed with him. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. like, I just want to smoke a blow with John C. Riley, dude. That's when everybody wants to smoke weed with you. That's probably it. Probably makes you not want to smoke weed with anybody <laughs> yeah. until you get back to the hotel. Yeah. Like, which one of you put PCP in it? Eric high fived me though after the show. That was cool. Yeah. I got a big old. What is it pulsating? No, I'm just seeing if it's like leaking already or how many heads does it have? Is it still like three or four? It's about three. Two big ones and one little one that looks like it could just, you could just like look at it harshly and it could pop a little bit. See, this is what's great about uh, COVID is when I go out in public now, I can just wear a mask to cover this. You don't want to do that. I, I'm going to save this for Amanda. She likes that shit. See if she wants to pop it. That thing is just looking at me, dude. I, I might know. have to sit on that side. Damn, dude, you might have to start taking pictures looking like the other way, like Al Capone, like hiding a scar on his face. It uh, it woke me up this morning. It was pulsating, and I was laying on it wrong. <laughs> you, have you pulled any hairs out of it yet? No. Oh, yet. that's a good one. We get a big pimple, and there's it's it forms around a hair, yeah. and you get a good grip on it with some pliers or some tweezers, and then you pull it. Thing is, though, as you pull the hair out, you got to kind of pull your head back a little bit so you get the full action, and it pulls the full follicle and a bunch of that grease out all at once, oh. and then you pop the rest, and it makes that little noise, and it splatters on the mirror, and then you look at it, and you're like, oh, that was painful, and you squeeze the last little bit of pus out, and you clean up your mess, you spray the mirror. You're supposed to spray the mirror. And then uh, you need to take some peroxide to your face and then hold a dry paper towel to your face for the next hour as it heals. Uh, because not fun. Yeah, those really big pimples. Yeah. I don't see how you're unable to, like, touch. I mean, that you're actually not supposed to pop them, but, like, yeah, like, I'm, I never could not pop it. Like, I could... I don't know. Like I always just wait till it's fully ready. Till it's, it's, oh, it's so you're so you savor it. Uh, I'll let Amanda really handle it. Oh, she's into that. My aunt uh, on my dad's side was like that. Like she with blackheads. I mean, it's nose. not like it's not like a sexual thing or nothing. No, it's, it's one like, of those like obsessive things. Yeah, I've like, talked to Amanda about ingrown hair. Like like I pull ingrown hairs out of my face, and then as a result. 
I ended up getting focused on it, and she's like, I know what you're talking about, and, you know, it's like a, it's it's kind of an OCD thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's well, like, she watches that Pimple Popper show. And yeah. Or where they pull, like, fat roots from hair follicles. Or was it bot fly removal, mango worm removal from dogs? I don't watch a lot of that, but, yeah, like... What else did we? Oh, did you have another one? Uh, or should I? Or should we move on to? You know what? Uh, I don't. I watched. No, I talked about that last week. Never mind. That was the movie about the tongs. Oh, okay. I talked about that last week, didn't I? I the Chinese so. gang oh, Chinatown gangster sure. movies about this like kid from Hong Kong comes over and like his brother joins a gang and You're then gets a killed of, a lot of gangster movies so. yeah i don't know uh it's called the tongs in american nightmare and it's on youtube it's it was made in china but it's set mostly in new york and it's free it's worth a watch if you like b movies uh it was made in the 80s uh but it's i don't know it's one of my favorite chinatown movies so like besides chinatown and china girl Chinatown doesn't have a lot of Chinatown stuff in it, so I don't really count it as a Chinatown movie. Do you count Big Trouble Little China as a Chinatown movie? That is beyond a Chinatown movie. That's when Chinatown loses control of the essence of Chinatown and something corrupts it in the meantime. like That movie's dope. I love Big Trouble Little China. <laughs> I wish I'd have seen it when I was like 12. That's I'd when have, I saw it. I would have loved I it then. Like, Holy shit. Uh, I was watching... Uh, you know, the early Chuck Norris movies were made in China, were made in Hong Kong. I didn't realize that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, Slaughter in San Francisco. Like the same guy who, Raymond Chow, who produced all the Bruce Lee movies. Wait, Slaughter in San Francisco? That's a Ch- Chuck Norris movie where he's like this kind of mob boss. But he's also but like it's in Japan or it's in China. No, they it's no they filmed them in China, but they're set. It's set. Well, I mean, the, it was produced in China, like they're Hollywood. So they didn't film it. They filmed it here in oh, San Francisco. Okay. That's what I was. That's what I mean. Like, but the produce the company was in China. Like most four out of the five Bruce Lee movies were done from China. Like, uh, even though they filmed all over the world, like Raymond Chow Productions is based in Hong Kong. Uh, but uh, yeah, like that one's about. I've talked about Slaughter in San Francisco, where it's Chuck Norris is like pretty much like kind of he's he's a gangster, but it's also a lot of just him kicking the shit out of people for no reason in San Francisco, beating up like him and his gang of Chinese guys beating up on like hardworking Chinese people, and they gotta like take him down, you know, like he's the bad guy. But he's also in some other movies like. Uh, Forced Vengeance. Mm, I remember that one vaguely. I don't remember remember it. I just remember the name. It's a that's one of his actual really good like kung fu movie or you know martial arts movies. Uh, he lives in Hong Kong with his hot blonde wife, and he works for a casino collecting. Goes around the world collecting debts, and he uses his abilities if he has to. Uh, it's like a. A Jewish dad. The casino's owned by like an old Jewish man, a Chinese lady, and they have a son 
Who was in that movie, The Tongs, that I was just talking about? Oh, like, would you look at that? Full circle. Yeah, dude. Uh, but, yeah, and I don't know. Like, with the, something happens with the family, people, and then, you know, I don't want to ruin it from there. Like, but it's, it's you know, try to pin it on Chuck Norris, and Chuck Norris has to, like, set it straight. Uh, but, yeah, anyway... Uh, yeah, so I was watching that stuff, and oh, I watched Blood in Blood Out the other day. Oh yeah, I don't know, if, but we were. I told you a little bit about the Jennifer Tilly movie that's uh, similar to that, where she plays a Mexican gangster. Yeah, that's well, that's awesome. El Padrino, uh, but yeah, Blood in Blood Out um, has the, you know, it's about a little half white, half Mexican dude who looks all white who like gets sent to prison for doing some gang shit and then has to like he wants to join the mexican mafia instead of uh he doesn't want to be an aryan you know he's like he's like i'm a latino and he's catching a lot of shit and some dude tries to rape him Uh, yeah and then he ultimately like proves himself by taking somebody out and they let him join and but the character's name is miklo and it's like the same guy they put in every movie except for American Me. Like he's the same and every and if oh yeah, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're working around a lot of Mexicans and they call you Miklo, that's what they're referencing. It means <laughs> you're the white boy who hangs out with a bunch of Mexican dudes, but it's a great movie, man. It's like uh, it's American Me. It's about the basically about the rise a fictitious account on the rise of uh, of of what they call La Onda in there, and I think they were trying to do a fictional version of the Mexican Mafia because like when they actually did it about the Mexican Mafia, people got killed after the movie was made. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, after American Me was made, the gang coordinator lady was killed. Uh, she was also in Blood In, Blood Out, but so I'm even trying to be careful in mentioning that, uh, like it's a, a fictional portrayal, like so it's not about the Mexican Mafia, but they kind of just like use them as a template to create this fictitious group loan. Uh, please don't get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, before you get us killed. No shit. Uh, it's just Blood In, Blood Out. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, this won't get us killed. I watched my cousin Vinny. Oh, everybody loves my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny is great. I bet they like my cousin Vinny too. So let's talk my cousin Vinny. Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio, Joe Pesci, Marissa Tomei, Fred Gwynn. Dude, uh, Little Jewish dude did not help my people's reputation. Who? I'm getting the public defender. His uh, little yeah. friend, dude. Little bitch ass. I'm yeah, fucker, dude. Oh man, you know, making us look bad. Apparently, that movie was praised by like real like uh, legal people because it actually followed like it, it's accurate as far as court goes. Yeah, I've, I've watched a few YouTube videos made by like lawyers who follow like the court procedures and like explain it. And I watched my cousin Vinny. Yeah, that and uh, you know the dude that stutters. Yeah, the, the public defender. Yeah, 
That's a real stutter. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that dude's like real. Like, is he a real lawyer though? Because he looked like a real no, lawyer. He, he looks like a real public defender. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like that's a real stutter, and he didn't want to do it at first because he was feeling typecast. But I mean. You know, at the same time, it's kind of like take advantage of what you have. But yeah, you didn't want to be exploited. But you know who stole that movie? Tomei. Yeah, Marissa Tomei, dude. Like that. Oh, yeah. Dude, that performance was. Dude, they both killed it. It's just they that, did. It's just, but hers was like. Well, she's it's a not, babe on top she, of it. She is, and but the thing is, it's also like she came across as like an American like version of like a Europe she had that European like sensibility about her that old theatrical like Did you stop with the Chinese food yeah like <laughs> she really I don't know she came off like renaissance like almost even though she plays like a tough New York Brooklyn chick like yeah just but like the stomping of the feet when she's talking when she yeah. says my biological clock <laughs> is ticking here <laughs> yeah and she's in that full, like, one-piece uh, flower-covered outfit, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. with the hair. I mean, she oh, looks amazing. Awesome. And only, like, only East Coast ladies could pull that, that outfit out. Because let's, let's face it, that's something that, that, that pattern, that floral pattern is something grandmas wear. Yeah. But she took, like, grandma's spandex outfit or something, made it, like, you know, her, she, she made it look hot on her, so... Did you know that this wasn't written for uh, Joe Pesci, who it was originally written for? Who was it written for? Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, really? You know, yeah. he'd have been good, but um, it would have been Pesci. the same movie, though. I it, think it would have been like corny and like something you probably only watch like once or twice. It wouldn't be the same My Cousin Vinny. And plus, like Andrew Dice Clay is more working class than. My cousin Vinny. You know who else was? Uh, it had been my cousin Shlomo. That's what it would have been. Uh, Jim Belushi was also considered. Oh no, no. Yeah, that would have been. Jim Belushi did one of those movies where he's like the new teacher. He's the new principal at the Bad Hood School. Oh, like I Lean mean, On Me. Yeah, it was the white version of Lean On Me, and he had the, a black assistant principal guy. Uh, who was helping him out, you know, and, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, this dude who's in all the movies plays the, oh, fuck, he's Jefferson, not Jefferson Keene from Oz. Uh, oh, you watched Oz. The guy that, uh, the Muslim dude, uh, fuck, I'm just all over the place. I can't fucking, he was babysat by, uh, uh, by the head of the Muslims for a while. Uh, I the criminally insane long. dude. Like, after, uh, like, the third rape scene, I think I stopped. Shit. Anyway, this guy's been in everything. He plays, like, the head of the gang, and he runs the school, and, yeah, and, of course, like, somebody, like, Jim Belushi rides a motorcycle, and somebody defaced it. So he took it to the Mexican guys. He's like, I don't know who did this. I just want it fixed. So not only do they fix it, they soup it up, and fucking airbrush it and put El Principale. Like, you know, like, the, he's like, I just want it fixed up. And he got it fixed up and he came back, like, as a badass. And ultimately, like, at the end of the movie, he's got to, like, he and the assistant principal have to fight off, like, the head guy and the, uh, and his, like, basically his enforcer, you know. 
and like physically beat the shit out of him uh, to take him out, you know, like. And then at the end, like, they look at each other and Jim Belushi's like, you know what? We're two very stupid men. <laughs> That's the end. Just nice. like the. It's uh, and the sad thing is, it's probably one of the better things Jim Belushi's done. I, there was one movie that I was like when I was like younger, called Taking Care of Business, with Jim Belushi and Charles Grodin. I haven't seen that. I've heard of it. It's, it's an alright movie. It, it's like uh, uh, it's like a switch in place. And Jim Belushi's in prison and gets out because the Cubs are going to the World Series or something. I don't know. That makes sense. That's a. I mean, that would be a good reason to go to, to bust out of prison. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a. That would have happened in the eighties too. Yeah. Jim Belushi was good in uh, Trading Places for that split second he was in there. He's all right. I mean, dude, he he did that part, that little bit part well. He was good in The Thief, but he wasn't trying to be funny. He, that was just like, and he didn't have that many lines. He you was just he the assistant. He did. He retired. He's growing weed in California now. Good for him. And uh, yeah, that's his business now. He has his own. Uh, I mean, on the weed. I mean, I, I ain't got nothing against him. It's it's got to be hard following John Belushi. Yeah, you always know? being compared to John Belushi of all people. Yeah, like, and yeah. So, I mean, he wasn't horrible. It's just like he'd have probably had a better had he had the opportunity to make it himself separately he could have probably been utilized for more different things like I think he'd have been a better dramatic actor I, I really think that was where I his talent so. lied and if you ever watch The Thief you'll see what I'm talking about like uh, I've seen him in serious roles he's fine it's when he's trying to be funny. He's just not funny to me, man. Well, like, they always make him do, like, the dumb dad role, the typical dumb dad role, like that show he had. Uh, yeah. Not Still Standing, but, the you know, yeah, one of them. One of them, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, but... You know what? You know what, Mazel Tov, Jim? I hope everything works out for you, you know? Uh, so... Uh, My Cousin Vinny, that was a good movie. I got one more. I got one more fact on that. Yeah. Uh, it was the final film for Fred Gwynn, too. It was? Yeah. Fred Gwynn, man. Pet Cemetery, The Monsters. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's also an Easter egg there. Like, at the end of the movie, when they're, like, closing up, mm-hmm. he does the Herman Munster wave. At he the does? End. Yeah. Like, I read that. Like, I was like, oh, shit, that's awesome. Like, I, I need to go back and watch the very end of it again. Fred Quinn plays that judge that, like, you're scared of, but if you knew him, you'd be glad you knew yeah. him. You feel like you'd be scared of him, but you'd like him at the same time. Excuse me, did you say a ute? A ute? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you. I like it when he walks in with the, uh, with the velvet suit. <laughs> yeah, and he's like... It was either this or the leather jacket, which I know you hate. <laughs> Are you trying to cross me? <laughs> no, sir, I am not. <laughs> uh, so I am wearing this ridiculous thing for you. That's yeah, I love yeah. that. I like the other dude too, the other lawyer. I forget that actor's name, but he's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he he was really good too. The one he goes on the fishing trip with or hunting yeah, trip with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hell, I'll you. I'll send you. Yeah, it's like yeah, they have to. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll call Shirley right now. Shirley, 
Hey, Sam, send over the file on the make whatever. He, he was the dad and son-in-law. Oh, he was? Yeah. I haven't seen Son-in-Law. Oh, shit. I'm looking up right now where to watch but it. But I engaged anyway. You need to see Son-in-Law, dude. Yeah. I need no. to see a lot of things. Son-in-Law is a must by next week. Let's see. What's it on? It's got to be on. Oh, it's not on anything. No, you know, we used to have lucky. movie assignments. Remember when we did movie assignments? Yeah. I think we... Yeah, we should do a... We should do a movie assignment. Uh, I also watched Lost Boys. Yeah, Lost Boys. That's a good one. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Looks Alex so Winter. Cool in it. Yeah. From Bill and Ted. Uh, the Ke- Corys. Uh, Cor- yeah, the Corys. Uh, rest in peace, Corey Haim. You know that's actually Corey- the first two Corey movies? Or the first both Corys? What was the other one? Weird Science? No, they weren't. No, in no that. they weren't that. Other. They were License to Drive. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, that is great. Corey Hayden, like, fails his driver's test, but he's got a date with uh, the hottest girl in school, which is played by Heather Graham. And, uh, and, uh, Corey, like Heather Graham. Corey Feldman's is, like, you know, his buddy that's like, dude, just take the car. And so he sneaks out, like, his dad's car in the middle of the night. And yeah. All this wacky shit happens. That's awesome. Now, that could be our, that could be our movie assignment. Let me see if it's on. <laughs> but yeah, that was the first of the two Corey movies. But that movie, uh, yeah, uh, dude, that movie is a good movie. It's a it's Lost a, Boys is good. Uh, and uh, who's the guy, the Jim Morrison guy, who was the main dude? Like Jason Patrick? Is that his name? Yeah, the it's guy like Michael sunglasses now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Back in the eighties, if you started wearing sunglasses, people thought there was something wrong with you and you were on drugs. Yeah, you were automatically like addicted to PCP if you wore sunglasses. Are you smoking the big M? Yeah. Marijuana. There's a. You know what else I really like? What in the movie? The band that plays with the saxophone lead singer guy. Oh yeah, the big dude with the ponytail. He's like, he's like doing sax solos and shit. Yeah, that guy is a saxophonist for a frontman a plus. Like if you were to do a band and and you hired a frontman and he goes, oh by the way, I also play a mean sax. Would you be like, oh shit, seriously? Depends, depends. I, I, you know, I'm not against. Either or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not nothing against the saxophone, but a guy who does both, man, he could be a bit much because that dude, no, he's a bit much. Oh, yeah, and he's they always shirtless. do the they're always shirtless and they always do the dry hump grind move. Oh, like, yeah, like yeah. they're air grinding something. Like, yeah, um, yeah, you gotta think about how much of that you want in your stage show. <laughs> and thing is, you can't really have that without fires being around. It has to be all outdoor yeah. gigs with bonfires and stuff. Uh, yeah. And you your clientele is probably going to be like a lot of like cult people who burn, who you know, people who like bonfires. Uh, yeah. Uh, which means the clan's going to show up. You know, in the they movie. like bonfires. Yeah. In the movie, in Santa, uh, it takes place in a fictional town of Santa Clara, mm-hmm. which is actually Santa Cruz, and they say it's the murder capital of the world. I thought Santa Clara was a city. Well, they say it takes place in Santa Cruz. Yeah. 
But anyhow, I don't really know. I don't know geography. All I know is that because I wrote might this down, be somewhere else, like where there's a real Santa Clara. Well, the murder capital. Uh, the reason why they said it was the murder capital, they actually had 28 murders there in 30 months. Mm. So that was like a real fight right there at the time. And apparently, I also read where uh, every year, or so they do uh, where that boardwalk is. They show the movie The Lost Boys down there, like. That would be dope. That would be dope to... Well, they filmed it in Santa Cruz. That's in the Bay Area, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be cool to go down. It's the only somewhat affordable house. The cheapest house there is $200,000 right now. And it's one house. Like, it's not in a neighborhood of $200,000 houses. It's like, that's the cheap house. And then... Oh, here you go, right here. The Lost Boys, this actual thing. They have a Lost Boys Santa Cruz tour online that just tells you where exactly to go for all the all the stops in the movie. That's cool. Oh, yeah, they do a lot of self-guided tours. Uh, like Astoria, Oregon has them. Uh, and obviously New York and Miami and L.A. have them all over the place of self-guided tours. Chicago has them, like where you can, and not just for movies, but for history and for other things. Like, see, that's why we need sponsors. So we go out and do a special where we go to like the Lost Boys. We take the Lost Boys tour. Yeah, that'd be bitching. Who wouldn't want to watch us do that? Yeah, who wouldn't want to watch? You us killed do that? Marco. Yeah. <laughs> I like when he dumped a whole thing of garlic and dudes. Uh, yeah, pasta, and he's like, "There, how do you like garlic?" He's like, "I love it, but not this amount." Yeah, yeah, you garlic know. don't work. Uh, which you know, if that's the truth with vampires, is um, I'd be down to be a vampire. That was the only reason why I won because I love garlic so much. I wonder what if how Jews defend against vampires. We just use you use like. Like Christians as human shields. Yeah, you gotta hold up that cross, dog. Or no, maybe like in I bet in old paintings, like Jews are the vampires. Like they painted us as the vampires because they'd be painting us as demons and like with little horns and stuff, like assholes, little goblins that (laughs) started bridges and shit. Dude, I mean, dude, that's what Gollum was based on. For real, he's holding the ring, all like process and like, dude. Man, fuck you, Tolkien, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like maybe that's where the I don't know. But Bella Lugosi was the original vampire, so maybe they were Italian. But they're yeah. Catholic. They got the thing. So how did you defend? I know I'm like I kind of went off course here, but oh, it's it's unmedicated. It's not a bad question, Bert. Yeah, yeah. How do Jews and Muslims defend against vampires? Like without, like, Muslims believe in Jesus as a prophet, so they might be able to get some like act, like I don't know, some sort of cross action. I don't know. We'll have to figure that one out. Yeah, that could be a whole. That could be a whole special. You know, and uh, you can send us the answer for that, too. Uh, I can't write it as a question because it would look really, really, like, weird. Like, but 
uh, I don't want to. I don't want to offend my fellow people either. I, just because I am doesn't mean I can just act a fool with it. But I, it, it does, uh, you know, since like crosses and holy water. That's very mature. If I, if I was any part of a, of a, of a, it basically, if I wasn't a white man, oh, I would use that shit all day. But I only use it where I have to, only when I have, have to. We have, yeah. The white man, though, we got bad press out there right now. But you're German Catholic too. Like there, y'all got uh, in Louisville. There was the uh, Bloody Monday riots where they uh, where this Protestant party called the Know Nothing Party. Like I don't know nothing. <laughs> Literally, that's what they were called. The political party was called the Know Nothing Party. Went and ravaged Portland, the Portland neighborhood, and the East Market neighborhood in Butchertown where all the Irish Catholics and German Catholics were, burned their stuff down, killed a bunch of them, like, hurt and maimed a lot of people. God damn. Yeah, it was, uh, like, in the late 1800s, or something in the 1800s in Louisville. Uh, I know there was, like, one instance of uh, this Irish guy who owned a warehouse being burned alive in it. Um, But, yeah, dude, like, it was, like, this anti- Catholic, anti-non, basically if you weren't Protestant and white, like they were just burnt, they just fucked you up. So they came basically out of both sides of downtown and went each direction and just massacred all the Catholics, or non-Protestants. And every year there's like a little tribute done by the ancient order of Hibernians. They go down to Portland and uh, the Portland neighborhood and uh, like do a little ceremony it was like August 6th, 8th, uh, it was in the 1800s, I think. But, yeah, so. There's, yeah, Louisville, uh, Louisville Germans had uh, kind of had, had, had it rough for a while. Uh, but, uh, anyway, yeah, sorry, that got all serious. I watched Friday, too. That's a classic. I like, yeah. I like the whole uh, series. I wish the last Friday could have gotten together. Yeah. One Smokey supposed to be on that, but yeah. now you can't. You can't have Smokey back. You can't have Chris Tucker in the yeah. movie anymore. He's a Chris Toucher. <laughs> I also watched. Uh, I watched Commando, but I fell asleep. I tell you another one I watched that I like fell asleep, but it doesn't matter because I've seen that a million times. Is. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. I haven't. Yeah. You should watch that. You yeah. don't have Disney Plus, though. She get the free trial and go on like a. Just watch that shit for a week. Yeah, I might be able to do it. Actually, yeah, I did switch debit cards, so I could do it again. Kind of like. Yeah, um, I'll have to check it out. If you go to Disney Plus and you want to watch some Marvel movies and you can watch them in either order or in the order that. They're uh, not released, but the order they take place in. Oh, I'm wondering, like, yeah, I guess, yeah, I, I did cut off my Paramount because I was done with that. Yeah, I think everybody's done with after South Park. Yeah, like, there's no, yeah, there's nothing else uh, other than Clifford, and I just watched that once or twice. You do know that uh, all the Beavis and Buttheads are on Paramount, though. Yeah, but I can only watch so much of that. Like, I don't really watch it very often. I'll watch South Park and Family Guy a lot more than Beavis and Butthead. 
It was funny, like, back in the day, but it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Some of it's... Well, Some of it's still funny, but it's just, like, it's more, it's really dated. Yeah. It doesn't really hold up. I don't know. Like, I, like, kind of got the kids in And they leave and the stuff. videos out. Yeah. Or else they separate the videos, which sucks. Like, why can't they just, like... What about the movie? You still rock the movie? Yeah, movies, movie's cool. I like the movie. I haven't watched it in a long time, but it's funny. They're doing, for Paramount, they're doing a uh, another Beavis and Butthead like movie. And then they're doing, a, I think they're bringing King of the Hill back for something. But they're going to do another season of King of the Hill. Nobody can create anything anymore. Yeah, but don't you miss King of the Hill? It's going to be all the same bit. people. I mean, yeah. Oh, no, no Luann. Who's Luann going to be Brittany playing? Brittany Murphy was Luann. she dead? Yeah. Oh, what happened? Uh, oh, it's like a real, like, fucking weird thing. What happened? She, like, overdosed or something, but she didn't really take... Oh, take she anything. suicided, maybe? It's something Suicided, weird. that's what I mean. Like, somebody might have done it there, to her. There's a special on HBO about her death. That's okay. Was, so uh, that's Brittany Murphy. Did she act in anything, or did she yeah. just do the voice? What What else was she? She in? was in Clueless. God, I haven't seen that in forever. All I remember is Alicia Silverstone and the dude who was afraid of pussy. No, and the that she liked. That was the, and then she was like her friend from New York, <laughs> something like that. Oh, she was the uh, the chick from New York that yeah. they gave a makeover. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? She was in. Have you all ever done it in the water? Yeah. Oh my god. When they, yeah, Clueless got jealous when she found out the old girl wasn't a virgin. Yeah, what else was she in that you would know? Uh, you know Brittany Murphy. Mm-hmm. Not do now, because she did it in the water. Damn, rest in peace, Brittany Murphy. My little Irish princess. Probably. Did she drink a lot? Oh no, I'm trying to look up some stuff about her, but I think I'm spelling Brittany wrong. Oh! There we go. She was in Girl Interrupted. Mm hmm. She was in Eight Mile. I didn't see either one of those. Uh. What would Sean know? She was in Sin City. Sin City? I haven't seen that either. See, um, I guess I haven't seen as many movies as I thought I have. Don't say a word. Nobody saw that. Don't feel bad on that one. Uh, let's see. Clueless. I think before Clueless, I don't think she did much. Oh, wait. Yeah. You know her. Um... Yeah. What was that previous movie? What? Little Black Book. Oh, I haven't seen it, but I know her face. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you done it in the water? Brittany Murphy. Rest we miss peace. you. We miss you. That's why I'm not really that excited about King of the Hill. Right? What makes it dry? She was perfect as Luann. Uh, I don't... Yeah. I mean, but you could probably find somebody with a similar voice. I mean, when South Park got big, they got voice actors. And a lot of cartoons do that now. Like, 
past the first season. Like now, Family Guy's still doing. Uh, there are like Seth MacFarlane's still doing a lot of the voice acting, but uh, Trey Stone and Matt Parker, or Matt Stone, Trey Parker, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Like they've got voice actors doing Cartman and Stan. Oh, really? And, mm-hmm. That's why Cartman sounds different now than from the first season. Like Cartman's all like, "What's up, man?" And then the original season, he's like, ah, my <laughs> "Like, there's a distinct difference." Um, and then I think the only difference with Family Guy is like Lacey Chabert. Yeah, Lacey Chabert. That's a sexy name. Oh no, Mia Kunis. She, I didn't say she wasn't sexy. What? What? Where'd just, you get this? Uh, but know. she does do a better Meg. She has a better Meg voice. Yeah, I know a real Meg. She's cool as shit, though. She's good people. <laughs> and like, yeah. She told me that she made a dude wear an extension once. Oh really? That's yeah. awesome. And she's like, yeah, and he still is in love with me. I'm like, really? Like, if some woman told me to, I don't, you know, like, I'd be like, eh, you. Oh, yeah, fuck that. I'd be like, I would never want to see her again. Actually, I wouldn't want to see her or anybody she knew ever again, because I know oh, yeah. she'd be telling everybody. I'll uh, tell you, uh, maybe you got a big pussy. Yeah. Uh, no, don't, 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 don't say that about my friend. Oh, no, I'm not talking about your friend, but I'm just saying, and, but, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe yeah, that was, oh, uh, no, but that would be the response. Yeah, I get it, I get it. I see that's always saying. my, that's always my go-to. Yeah. It's like, well, let's, let's check both ends here. <laughs> that's it. I like that. <laughs> I mean, you know. Sound like you work at Valvoline when you say that. That's pretty cool. Before you put your shit on me, <laughs> you know, see what's. See what's going on. Let's both get it. Yeah, let's uh, let's examine this, both sides of the story here. Yeah, how much storage you got? <laughs> you know, like park that big Mack truck right in this little garage. Focus, focus on the lack of equipment. Let's focus on the amount of storage. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. Don't come at me like. Yeah. Mm. Well, I didn't know I had to drive a fucking eighteen wheeler. That big Mack truck right in that little garage. Ugh. Fucking Cardi B. Dude. Oh, dude, I love Cardi. And B. Uh, it's a too much information moment with Donnie Vagrant real quick. Dude, I I had took a dump the other day that was like smelt like I exercised the devil. Have you ever had a one that smelt so bad? Have you ever had a movement that smelt so bad to yourself even that yeah. you were like, fuck, like what is wrong with me? It happens like, like it happens going overseas, man. That shit messes with your system. Oh. Because your diet changes. They don't have all those good chemicals like we got. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean though. Like it's rough. Yeah. Um it's kind of like... Oh, oh, oh. Got it. Oh. Sorry, I had a salami in my hand. Uh, yeah, you did. So, anyway. That's all the movies I've seen. That's all the movies. Um, I was watching... Mm, 
What the fuck? I just had it like I just watched some. Oh! Uh, trigger alert, by the way. But I watched an old movie called Let's Do It Again, starring Sidney Poitier and Bill Cosby. They did two movies together. Um, Uptown Saturday Night, and then Let's Do It Again. They weren't sequel, like one wasn't a sequel, but they were kind of treated as like a two set, like, you know what I mean? Even though they're two different stories with different characters, but yeah. Um, it also has John Amos, Jimmy Oof. Walker, I believe John Amos was the police chief on Hunter for like a season. He was in the West Wing. He's in everything. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's got a good agent. Yeah, dude. Okay, and, uh, but like uh, Sidney Poitier and Bill Cosby are part of some weird Masonic lodge or something, like slash church, and they're running out of money. And, like they owe like fifty thousand dollars. And so what they do is they like go from Atlanta to New Orleans and Sydney Poitier, like they go to where this fight's supposed to happen. And Jimmy Walker plays this like bumbling boxer that can't fight for shit against this guy. Uh, Jimmy Farnsworth, or I mean, J Jimmy Walker's name is Bootney Farnsworth and he's, uh, his opponent's name is 40th Street Black and he's a bad motherfucker. Jesus. And... Obviously, during sparring sessions, he's getting knocked, like, Bootney's getting knocked the fuck out. So, what happens is they, uh, Bill Cosby and Sidney Poitier sneak in to uh, Bootney's room, and uh, Sidney Poitier hypnotizes him because he did it in the military or something in his past. You know, he knew how to do hypnotism, and he hypnotizes him into, like, thinking he's going to win. And they ended up, like, put, placing a bunch of bets. And they, you know, beat him out of a bunch of money because Bootney beats the shit out of 40th Street Black. And then, like, later on, like, John Amos, one of the people they, like, placed bets with, figured out what happened and comes back to get him and, like, brings him back to New Orleans to make him fix another fight. And, dude, it's it's an awesome movie. And it's for free on YouTube. Oh. And I know I said Bill Cosby, and but... I also said Sidney Poitier. Excuse me. And it's 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 a good movie from the seventies. I first saw it on TV one. UPN. TV1. <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah, it was like on UPN Sunday night uh, movie. Oh yeah. Thing. Like like I had just, like Shaft had just ended, and this came on. Yeah, that's where I found a lot of these gems, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, UPN in the middle of the night. <laughs> All right, so we got anything else really? Doesn't no, I feel like we're yeah, like we're completely it. out. Yeah, I am too. So I guess this is the end of it. End of this. Uh, it's still a damn good episode, though. It's unmedicated. Yeah. Hey, and thank you for being with us. And feel free to. Always think about spreading the word to people to check us out. Yeah, and thanks to all our listeners from around the world, from here in the United States to uh, Germany to Australia to from Japan. London to the Bay. 
we got Japan, the Philippines. Now we've got listeners in the Cayman Islands. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. Brazil. Did I say Brazil already? Uh, Switzerland, wow. Netherlands, uh, England. <laughs> oh, bunch of places. Belgium. So thank you to everybody who's been tuning in. Flavor Town. Flavor Town. Definitely. So. We will be with you next week. We'll have Luscious Lawrence from Ohio Valley Wrestling. Kentucky heavyweight champion. Of the world. Of Got Kentucky, it. Oh, yes. Just throwing up the world. Yeah, but yeah. Of uh, the world of Kentucky. Yeah. The first ever. Did I mention that? Like He yeah. won the Battle Royal to become the first ever Kentucky. Uh, I remember you told me that. I didn't know if you mentioned it on here. He won yeah. the tournament because I actually had seen uh, parts of the tournament. I saw one of his tournament matches in person uh, against Tony Bizzo's. Yeah. Tony Bizzo, I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah, Luscious Lawrence will be here. That's going to be cool, man. We've, we've never interviewed a wrestler. Yeah, that would be different. Uh, and that means we could start interviewing all types of different people. And he's a champ, too. Yeah, he's a, a champion. champion. Right now, like not just a former champ. Well, and any with uh, Hollywood Haley J. I believe he is. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to tune in uh, this week to uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling. Uh, check on Mr. Lawrence. Uh, and he's also been with some of the other uh, Ohio Valley uh, wrestling ladies too, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm not. Oh, I thought he had no. been like with one of the other ladies too. Well, I know supposedly. Let's get into the. I think he said he uh, banged Haley J's mom when she left him. When she left him for Tony Bizzo. Oh, no shit. She hooked up with her her mom. That's awesome. Yeah. uh, I banged uh, my brother's friend's mom one time. That was was cool. Cool? It was actually a few times. That's cool. Over the course of a week. She was high. Dude, she was like 11 years older than me, and you know, it was cool. And uh, I hit, you know, I just took advantage, you know, hit that till she decided to move on. I knew it wasn't gonna last forever, yeah. But you know, he uh, dude, so yeah, there's that, but there was something else. Uh, where were we at? With, uh, we were talking Luscious Lawrence. Banging uh, yeah. Haley J, then bagging her mom, and then, you know what? Yeah, I think we're at the end it. of the, yeah. And, but, oh, what I was going to say was, uh, if you also want to check out uh, OVW or check out Luscious Lawrence before the interview, uh, the people out there, or you, Mr. Magnum, uh you can do so Thursday nights at 8 o'clock on Channel 21. If you don't have network TV, if you go to, uh, you can get the Fight app, F-I-T-E, on your phone, and then you can just watch that episode. Uh, you can watch it live, actually. You can watch it starting at 8 p.m. or 7 p.m. You heard it. So uh, I'm going to check in. I want to check in on Luscious Lawrence, or you can go to the app, or you can watch that episode anywhere. Yeah. So. I bet he's got a lot of hair product. Oh, he has to. His hair is 
fucking luscious in its own. Yeah. I wonder if that, we're going to have to ask him that if the luscious is because of his hair or is it supposed to be him? Yeah. It's probably supposed to be him. Yeah. Maybe that's too personal to ask right away. Sounds like sexual. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, luscious. Donnie. to think I'm trying to bang him. Yeah, he might turn around and bang you. <laughs> he might find you attractive. I doubt it. You'd be Donnie Wood Daily J. <laughs> okay, I'm done. All right. <laughs> All right, find us on the interwebs. Yep. Thank you Anchor, for listening. Spotify, so Google fun. Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. And don't forget to donate to our GoFundMe. Ooh. And uh, we will be with you soon. Yes, we will. Love you. Oh, love you.